Hello, friends, and welcome to the 16th episode of the Squad Pod. I'm Manic Jr. Joining me, hot dropping into the podcast this week, we have he's stressed out over his Xbox Series X while at work trying to order it. Washburn, how's it going, Washburn? Good, dude. Yeah, we'll talk about pre orders in a little bit, but yeah, I'd, we'll see if, I, if it comes, dude. You know, I've got my Amazon voucher, so that's all I can do. And yes, there are new games that we all want to play, but our next guest would rather pluck. What is pluck? Who knows? What's up, Kevin Asex? God, let me, let me tell you about pluck right now, dude. Let me tell you about pluck. It's a game that I used to play when I was a kid, and I found it, and I grabbed it, and I was like, man, this game is still hard to beat. How could I beat it? Still fun, though. Platformer. You throw your limbs to attack people. Yep. And it's it had like funny comments at the end of every level, and it was cracking me up. Yeah, just absolutely cracking me up. It's something that kind of like had some adult humor, and I was like, "Huh, yeah." Put that in the game. Actually, what is <laughs> Wait, it? Wait, is this a real thing we're talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah, it is. It's an SNES game, and okay. Kevin was like trying to get it to work and having to like blow in the cartridge and stuff. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, dude, it's gotta work." And I'm embarrassed myself here. <laughs> it was a good time though. This week, we're just going to talk about a bunch of stuff that we, you know, we missed last week. We got a bunch of stuff we played and a bunch of games we want to talk about. And we want to talk a little bit about pre-ordering the next generation. Uh, you guys want to start out with your PS5 experiences? Oh, man. Um, that was a mess, huh? It was a shit show. There we go. I yeah. said it. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, I, so we'll, we'll start off with... I think we all got one so, everyone that or, wanted one I we didn't were get one I didn't okay so, one. yeah so everybody that tried to order one eventually did get through mm-hmm. for me myself i got i got them both on amazon the ps5 is on amazon and the xbox series x um i also got both of the emails for both consoles that was just like hey you know um you may or may not get this whenever whenever it comes uh so we'll see um but yeah the ps5 I, both of them were messy the ps5 i would say even more so because you had walmart out there kind of like hey you know what we're not gonna make you wait until tomorrow uh check this out you know and, and that dropped it's so, every and then sites just sort of gradually dropped over over that evening and we were all sort of sitting here together glued to Wario 64's twitter you know just trying to hit every site that we could as as it was happening um and i wasn't i wasn't successful till amazon i think most people weren't because we were streaming at that point and mm -hmm. someone dropped a link amazon link and i think pretty much everyone (laughs) clicked on it Mm -hmm. so that happened yeah like mike i think it was mike was streaming and somebody in his chat was like yo amazon just went live we all went over there and got one and then like two minutes after we got them it was they were all gone yeah um but i mean was the funny thing about that is that uh i saw it first i didn't tell anyone (laughs) i wanted to (laughs) pre-order my first (laughs) i was gonna tell you guys but then i saw what was it john b put in the chat like all right we're good we're good they got the they got the thing (laughs) i respect that play um, kevin i do i think jd managed to get one through best buy um or walmart i think walmart, walmart. yeah um he managed to get one through 
Uh, so he, he was successful there. A lot of people weren't, uh, but man, it was just a mess. It was just such a mess of a, of a pre-order sort of debacle. I don't, I don't even know what you call it. Um, and I think, you know, everybody's like, well, it's not on Sony. It's not on Sony. It's on the retailers. I'm no, it's on Sony. Sony never had, uh, a date or a time laid out that they said, you know, this is when pre-orders are going live. Um, and I, I think they, Sony just said, Hey, retailers here's sort of this 24 hour window, uh, where you can put them up and it turns out Walmart was the first one. And then they sort of trickled through throughout the evening and it was just such a tough experience and a stressful experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the, the clip that I clipped out of Mike's, uh, VOD of reacting to the PlayStation thing of like, what are you talking about? You didn't tell us anything. Like they like did not during the show tell anyone like when they could pre-order the thing. Yeah, and then Jeff Keighley goes on Twitter and starts putting out more information than was presented to us in the Sony conference. So yeah, it, that was, that was on. Yeah, that's on Sony. Um, for like for me, the reason I say it's a stressful experience is because like I'm finally in a time in my life where I'm lucky enough to be able to get a console at launch. I've I've never ever before ever had a console at launch. Like, me neither. Every console I've ever gotten um was, you know, maybe 6 months to a year after the fact. Same. And so for me I really I I wanted one, man. I want it. I want them both. Um so it I'm I'm glad that I did get my Amazon voucher for both of them. We'll see um whether it shows up day one or not yeah i mean if and i don't expect it to i, I honestly i i won't expect i i could never come you know what i mean that's true yeah um so well, i i'll know that i have one when i when the money gets taken out of my bank account and i have the hey this thing is shipped email for sure uh, other, other than that i mean i've i've done everything i can do which is pre-order and get a confirmation number which means absolutely nothing. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I Kevin, would say the Sony one was tough. Kevin, did you get the same, like, you might get one? Yeah. When you get one? Yeah, I got it, for, I got it for two of the PS5s I pre-ordered <laughs> because I got a digital <laughs> and I got a disc version because I was like, you know what, might as well. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking about maybe flipping it, but you know what? I was like, you know what? I'll just give it to someone who like needs it and then it gets yeah. pre-order. And I think that's what, uh, I know my friend uh, JD got two PS5s um, because we have friends who are gamers, you know, that aren't uh, uh, tuned in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That aren't like that aren't going to be glued to Wario 64's Twitter, um, but they're going to want a PS5. So um, it, it's good to be able that some people we know were able to get multiple systems and are going to be able to hit up our friends and <clears throat> not like that are glued to Twitter and hyper tuned in, but are going to want those consoles. They'll be able to get those. Cause yeah, we, I know JD got two. I think Flurple got a handful of Xboxes. Oh yeah. <laughs> just wait until that um, part. Oh, yeah, like God. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we're not gonna, I don't think we're the type of people who are just going to flip them for profit, but um, yeah, we'll see. We shall. Onto Xbox. Xbox happened at 9 a.m. Mountain Time, so 8 a.m. Pacific, I believe. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and we all hopped into voice chat and we're chatting it up while we tried to. Uh, it was it was actually hilarious. I wish you could have heard us just going on and on, Washburn. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I saw I was there. I, was, I had work, you know. Yeah, yeah. As I imagine, a lot of people did because um, it it dropped eight a.m. Pacific time, which ten a.m. my time, eleven a.m. East Coast time, and yeah, that's kind of the middle of the day. Um, so I I did get in the chat. I just muted and deafened y'all, but y'all could see me sitting at my desk, just like you know, rapidly clicking, like trying to get that thing. And it was, I'm it wasn't a smooth process either. I mean, the, no, the X, the, yeah, I mean, we can't really sit here and say, oh, Xbox, the Xbox got their messaging right. The execution just wasn't there. And that, like there, I don't know if that's on the retailers or on Xbox or what. I know the Microsoft store had problems. Uh, and again, I, it ended, I ended up getting mine through Amazon within that little two minute window where it was available. And apparently right after I got my Series X through Amazon, like the next minute it was gone. Uh, so. I guess maybe I'm lucky. Uh, maybe I'm not, but I don't know what y'all's experience was like there on the Xbox front. Um, I I just kind of stuck to Microsoft the whole time and just kept on like trying to work my way around their website and go through different links to see if it affected getting something into the card successfully. And eventually it worked. And then all of a sudden I could just check out like relatively easily. It was mostly a patience game as mm -hmm. uh, Flirple liked to say the whole time as he ordered however many consoles he ordered. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to buy it. Like if Flirple does end up getting the extra Series S, I probably will buy it off of him because I yeah. like I just I want it. I think that's a cool little box, you know, so I ordered a Series S actually. So I do not. I'm just going to have one. And it's going to be the Series S. I can put my old Xbox up on my 4K TV if I want to. Yeah. Since I got the the Pro or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's part of, yeah, part of me is excited to get these new consoles so that my One X can just sort of become my 4K Blu-ray player, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I can sort of retire that as my 4K Blu-ray player and not have to move it around if I want to play on a big TV or, or over here and stream it, so... Yeah, and I usually just play games on my 1080p monitor that I'm currently using, right. so mm -hmm. it's fine. So, Kevin, what about you? Where did you get your, your Xbox from? I got mine. Did you get more than one? Yeah, I got more than one. And I mean, might as well, right? I was doing it all over the place. But I got mine from Amazon as well. The Series X from Amazon and the Series S at Microsoft. And I was really trying because I, I just wanted to see... How, how it all worked with the all access man i was not able to do any of them like on any website that they offered that which really sucked i really wanted that I, I tried to click through the all access a few times but it didn't, it didn't. Working. Yeah. yeah i'm thinking about like at any point <clears throat> between now and the release and they, if they announce more releases more consoles out there for pre-order and you can use all access i might just do that yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, know if I really need the Series X now. When I think about it, oh, I don't know. I mean, what what game am I going to play in that, that I really need all that cool like looking specs and stuff like that, like twenty frames per second and stuff like that. Dirt <laughs> five. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dirt five. Uh, what is it? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I guess Cyberpunk. 
No, but I the, think yeah, the Cyberpunk's next gen. next gen update is coming later than yeah. uh, than release day, I guess. And let's be honest. Like, let's all be honest with each other. None, None of us, us need, need this. These. None yeah, of us need correct. This. <laughs> yeah. The, the only the only re- I, like if you look at the launch title, there's not there is I think outside of Demon Souls, which they haven't confirmed is coming to PS4. There is nothing that is launch exclusive to the generation that I'm aware of. I, I think that's right. Am I wrong? Like I don't I, think I, you're wrong. Um, because I know Spider Man's coming to PS4. Uh, even Horizon, like six, however many months from now, is going to come to PS4. Um, none of us need these. Uh, we this the this is like a luxury item that that I want really badly. And I'm sort of the type of person, and we've talked about it before, like one Miles Morales does come out, I want the best version of it that I can get, and that's going to be on the PS5. Same thing with Assassin's Creed. Uh, and I know like it, the best version is probably going to be on PC, right? But I don't. I would rather spend $500 on an Xbox than $500 on a 3070 and then have to get more ram and then maybe my motherboard's not compatible and then have to upgrade my cpu and go through that whole process but for sure but for me console gaming is just easier even though i do have a pc that's probably capable but even like i don't know if y'all have seen the the specs for yeah. cyberpunk mine's capable of running it i'm probably still gonna get it on my xbox series mm-hmm. s and i know that that even the cyberpunk next gen edition upgrades not coming out I, I don't even think they, think they put a date on that. No, it's just, um, it's just, they said later on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to get it on the Series X because for me, console gaming is just easier. I just got the Elite controller behind me in its case over there. Um, and I love it. And I just like being able to bring that over to the Series X is going to be really cool as well. And I'm, I'm excited for it, man. And I know people will <laughs> tell me, oh, it's just like, you know, the velocity architecture all that stuff's just it's marketing ploy but you know, just let me have this one you know what i mean let quick resume is going to be great yeah I I, i'm i'm excited personally. for the box i'm excited for both boxes um and we'll see when they get here you know if if they live up to the hype because 2020 has been a crappy year and maybe this can be something that <laughs> that <laughs> brings it up for all of us you know what i mean yeah, when it comes to like these giant open world single player experiences, I guess my thing is like I could play it on my PC and I could put it on the highest settings and all that, but at the same time, I'm still going to use a controller at the end of the mm-hmm. day, so might as well just play it on my Xbox. Then if I want to stream it, I don't have to worry about resource managing right the yeah. graphics capabilities of the video game. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to see what the load times are like and just kind of see the differences between, you know, an xbox version or a series x version of assassin's creed valhalla versus you know what it was what load times were like when i played odyssey a couple years ago so yeah um yeah it's it's exciting to think about and i'm i'm excited for both boxes i really am just a question for both of you i know that we all like assassin's creed here do you feel like you're going to pick up assassin's creed immediately with cyberpunk Mm -hmm. being right there yeah, I do because I think Assassin's Creed is going to be the showpiece. I I, mm-hmm. I really do. I th- I think when these next gen consoles launch, I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla is really going to be the check this out type of type of software where it's like, oh man, I can jump from one end of the world to the other 
you know, yeah, it with, loads quick, with virtual like no loading and um you know it's it's going to have that ray tracing it's going to be optimized for that box and and i'm excited to see what that's like and i i know cyberpunk's going to be gorgeous and even though it's oh, yeah. not like even though cyberpunk's not going to be op, like it's not going to be the next gen version i imagine it will still run better on the series x than it would on a 1x um so we'll yeah. see i i'm excited for both games and man just thinking about this fall and like all the games that are we're staring at right now and it's it's nuts I, I was looking at just sort of uh games that are coming out this year still list last night it's pretty like, good oh my god how am i gonna make it through this because it's it's a lot and even watchdogs it's like yeah i want to try that like that i want to try it you know like i mm. i really liked watchdogs one and i enjoyed two enough um and this one looks kind of goofy and silly and I'm excited to try that. Squadrons comes out next week. Um, yep. And then coming yeah, the big, yeah, yeah, this week. Yeah, I guess. And then uh, the big, you know, the big ones, Valhalla and, and Cyberpunk are going to eat up a lot of hours, I'm sure. Kevin, uh, what's your thought? Are you getting them both at the beginning or are you just going to choose one, play it, and then when you're done with that, switch? We'll see how the money comes in. Because I have enough for one. And that's what mm-hmm. I was hoping for the all axes that I want to yeah. spend on both, but we'll see. I, I kind of want, I do want both. I just want, uh, I guess I want the new thing in my house. <laughs> no, I meant the uh, at Valhalla or Cyberpunk. Are you oh. going to go get both of those day one? Or are you going to wait on one of them? Since it's going to be like a, my thing is like, it's going to be a time sink. I'm going to put more hours into Cyberpunk at this point. And, I have a habit of playing Assassin's Creed games one to two years after they come out for the entire release schedule of all of the Assassin's Creeds that I've ever played. So I'm waiting. I'm gonna wait on Mahalo because I'm, I'm I still haven't played Origins or Odyssey. So <laughs> see, I was like Fair that Nedok until I played Odyssey. I mean, I've played Odyssey a little yeah, bit. Odyssey is fantastic. It was still definitely a year after it came out. Mm-hmm. I think. I I played Odyssey around when it launched because I I didn't play Origins when it launched. Yeah, I, I didn't play I, Origins I, at all. Like I, I had heard like everybody really talked this up, and um, when I went when I did eventually go to try it before Odyssey came out, um, I was like, oh wow, they really revolutionized the gameplay. Um, the the leveling system they like they totally changed the formula in Assassin's Creed and how all that works. And, I really dug that. I didn't dig the setting so much. Um, so, but when Odyssey came out, I was like, oh, it's going to play like Origins, which is awesome because I know I love that gameplay and the setting is just like ancient Greece, which is really cool. Yeah, um, that so game I, is beautiful. Yeah. Vast. Very vast. Yeah, yeah, and I really, really liked Odyssey. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that Valhalla sort of captures the same magic for me and what i've seen from valhalla it does like i'm i'm not like a 100 percent sold on it yet um mm-hmm. i don't i don't know about vikings and if i'm gonna really if that's gonna catch me um yeah. the same way the same way cassandra did uh but we'll see uh, i mean I'm, I'm excited and like i said i think the reason the main reason i'm getting it is because i think it is going to be sort of that graphic showcase and really showcase the hardware and what it can do for sure, that should be good. But yeah, but we will see. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I'm I'm probably getting Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, First, I, I am too. Plus, I, I also think have. Just, I just 
want to play cyberpunk more at this point and i I don't want to have be like oh flipping between two and then just i just want to like crush through one kind of i also have the collector edition pre-ordered cyberpunk which i don't think i might have money for that after these two consoles but we'll see what happens we'll see if i just work my ass off this next month or two i'm excited have y'all seen like anything from cyberpunk like have y'all watched the night city wires and stuff like that i have seen like a little bit here and there i really just want to wait until the game comes out Mm -hmm. so i've only seen the one that they did that was about the the gangs three the three no i saw like the gangs part of the gangs one and then i sort of just fast forwarded through the rest oh i didn't really watch it but you saw the what's it called i saw the ones with about the three starting areas yeah, the mm. three path you can choose, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one was super interesting to me because it's just like, ooh, like these are all very different. So, I yeah, was it's like, how do I decide? Like a, yeah, I was wondering if y'all had thought about what you were going to go in as, you know, starting um, to start the game. I have thought about it. And I kind of like, I feel like the Nomad one, the Fast and the Furious Mad Max looking dudes out mm. in the desert might be a less popular one. I kind of want to go with one of the less popular ones so that if I do end up streaming it, if people tune in, they'll see something different than everyone else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, Maddock, where not not for the same reason, but I really liked Nomad. Yeah, uh, it looked cool. like I, I felt like Street Kid will probably be more beneficial uh, just in terms of like dialogue and dealing with certain lingo because like you know depending on where you start you get different dialogue options and your character knows more about certain things but i i was attracted to the nomad option because it was like oh you're really going from point a to point b like and that like that's the part of that that was attractive to me is like oh we're starting out here in these badlands and eventually going to work our way up to night city which i thought that that was super dope and for me the corporate one just didn't interest me at all that one didn't seem particularly interesting. Kevin, did you have any opinions? I think I might just do Street Kid. I want to see mm-hmm. the city right away. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to yeah, be in a hot, desert yeah, land. I'm, I'm still flip-flopping between Street Kid and Nomad. I think I'll do Street Kid and then Nomad and then the business person guy. That one looks kind of not too interesting. Yeah, I just like to. Well, maybe I'll choose corporate then if everyone's choosing corporate. the other ones. I just, corporate I just like to get like the different perspective. Mm-hmm. That yeah, if like everyone else is having the same experience, I want to see like how different it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for Cyberpunk. All right, this week or last week, I don't know which week. One of these weeks, we played a little bit of Hot Shot Racing, which is on Game Pass. I would say it is a game smash. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have friends to play with, especially, uh, it's a old style arcade racer with you build up boost by drifting it's kind of like mario kart take away the items and you, you just drift and boost kind of a deal um i had a great time personally racing all of you and playing a little bit of the single player what did everyone else think it's so fun i like the game so much like yeah. i was playing it even like alone too doing the arcade things and it was just really fun like I figured out how to play the game. I know how to get boost quickly. I know how, I know what car to choose. I was like, man, this game is really fun. I'm like, I want to just keep on racing, racing, just try every car if I can and see if I can get like first place in every mm-hmm. race with that. And it's just, I don't know, God, it's and it's so simple. It's a, such a simple game yeah. too. You you really don't need to know too much of the controls. 
So it's like easy to play and anyone can just jump in if you have Game Pass. So I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with both of you. I think it's this absolute smash. Um, if I was like a professional games critic and I'm thinking about how I'm going to rate a game, this, this game gets a 9 or a 10. You know what I mean? Because it's it like, achieves what it goes after. It, to it is perfect at what it does. Uh, and and when you look at the game from like a just base level, it doesn't present itself as this big sort of deep experience. But then if you dive into it, it's like, oh my god, look at all these customization options. Yeah, look at all these crazy. characters with all their cars. There's like I think sixteen tracks to start off with in the game, with maybe more to come. Um, and and they're all on... pretty much based on real cars with no branding. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh-huh. And free on Game Pass, which is super cool. Oh, here's some jabroni joining the chat right now. Who is it's your boy Mike ready to join the squad? Wow. What's up? What are we talking about? Let's jump uh, right into it. I'm ready. Hot, hot, shot, hot shot racing. Ooh, hot shot um, racing was pretty hot. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just to sort of like finish off, you know, where I was at is just like, yeah, it's it's perfect at what it tries to do. And if you have Game Pass, the, just try this. Try it. it. Like, there's nothing to, you know, lose by trying it. It's a small download. Um, and it's it like Kevin said, I had a ton of fun with this and I could see myself dumping some hours into it and I would highly recommend it. Mike, what about you? What about what are your thoughts on hot shot racing? Man, right on the spot. I think everything you just said is perfect, right? It's on Game Pass. There's no reason not to try it. And it's a fun arcadey drift in turbo style racer that is fun for all ages. You can show it to anybody and it's got multiplayer with your friends. It, it's a pretty awesome game. I love it. Not hard to figure it, out. It's just like go yeah. and that's it. <laughs> And it's like it comes down to like who has boost right at the end. It's like come around the last yeah. turn and everyone just like yeah. jams. If you have two boosts, you're probably gonna win. If you have one, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. And, and if you have none, you're gonna lose. Yeah, another thing that I didn't <laughs> shout out is just eight players. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Love like, that. Uh, love that. And like we've we've talked about this before and I've said it before. Like that's something I look at now as as a person who is lucky enough to be in a position where I have we can fill lobbies. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and so for sure. Being, being able to fill a lobby with eight is a big deal, especially in these types of games where where you could you could really classify this as sort of a party game, and and it does have those different modes like cops and robbers and drive to you explode and and stuff like that. So yeah, shout out to eight player lobbies and not you know putting you at that cap of four like so many games do. For sure. And then I just wanted to touch on uh, uh, games that I've been playing this week. Oh, do you have something else, Kevin? I got something else. Uh, okay. I don't know how precise you need to be in this game. But, Mike, when you tried it on uh, Cloud Gaming with Xbox, whatever it's called now, how was it? Was it? Uh, ran quite well. It was a little bit of input lag, Kevin, is what I would call that, on the precise turning. But I think you could get uh, away with this one. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. It, yeah, it seems like it gives you a lot of leeway to like if you make a mistake on a turn, you can kind of like catch back up, even even though like you kind of mess up. So mm-hmm. and no matter what, yeah, yeah you can catch I, up because of the slipstream too. So oh yeah, I don't want to like derail us, you know, and get into that cloud conversation. But we, I also played Forza on the cloud, 
and yeah. it, I did not have a great time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and but I feel like this one could work better as a racer because, like Kevin said, like it is you do have a little bit of leeway and you are able to sort of even if you do mess up, you can get back into things. Whereas Forza, it's like you know if you if you're if you crash a lot you're just going to end up rewinding over and over and over and that's not a whole lot of fun that makes sense yeah all right so i played two other racing games this week quite a bit um one i streamed for a couple hours uh on wednesday uh the art of rally and it is a lonely mountain downhill style uh art style i would say and i mean it's definitely a little bit less square than lonely mountain but the backgrounds and the scenery are incredible the car models are fantastic and it takes you through from i think the 60s until the 90s and it's like a career mode and you go every year and you do like a couple of races and every year you or every set of years so like the 60s and then the 70s and 80s you get a different set of cars that you can use um and it's it's definitely like a difficult game and uh i mean it's not too bad in terms of beating the ai but if you like go look at the leaderboards it gets a little out of control this looks awesome yeah it's very cool very cool. yeah i just looked it up dude this looks like it would be a whole lot of fun and yeah i totally get what you're saying with that lonely down downhill uh yeah yeah they have like a they have like snow levels. They have ones that are like near the sea. They've got um, ones in Japan with like the pink trees. It's very, very cool. Um, the one thing that took some getting used to and was very frustrating in the beginning is there's like three separate settings for um, how the car kind of handles. There's like a counter steer option, a anti-lock braking option, and one other, and it's all percentages. So I was just like messing with them for like, I don't know, four or five races before I kind of got the hang of it, and I felt like I could successfully navigate the course. This is hot. Um, yeah, yeah, this it's very cool. Like this looks super dope. What is it yeah. called? The Art of Art Rally. of Rally. Yeah, this looks really cool. Like you said, it has that lonely mountain feel, and then like the beauty of it, and what this is probably going to feel like right now as you're drifting all over the place looks awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have to try this. Yeah, and what is this, Tom? Uh, um, I'm playing on Epic Store. I'm not. Sh- I, I think it's on something else as well. I, I bought Epic, it on Steam Epic and GOG. Okay, yeah, I bought it on uh, Epic because I had one of those ten dollars coupons, and it was like so PC on sale for twenty two bucks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was using my controller the whole time. Oh, I'm gonna definitely well. play this now. Oh, does this, is this yeah. have any sort of multiplayer option? So, like, is it time trials? It's just, is it just time trials. Um, the career mode's kind of just like your. It, I mean, you it's like bus. rally. Yeah, yeah, there's a bus. Um, so rally is like a time trial thing, in general, as like a racing sport, right? For the most part, except if you get into like the what I'll talk about in a second with dirt. Uh, there's like six car races sometimes, but um, the standard thing is like you start like five seconds, ten seconds apart, and um, as you go along. There's a checkpoints and it will tell you how far behind you are, ahead or behind you are. And then, um, so the leaderboards on the internet are obviously like just all over the place, but you could definitely like find your friends and stuff, your epic friends on the leaderboards. So that would be cool. 
I don't think there's any like other multiplayer type of deal. Uh, yeah, this looks really, really fun. Oh yeah, it's definitely. It? Uh, it was like twenty bucks, and I had like the ten dollar. Mm. So do you like so. it then? Yeah, I like it a lot. It's very good. I got like very addicted to it <laughs> while I was I was like streaming it, and I like got the hang of it, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm into this, and yeah. I just I played through the whole set of 60s and then like three or four races into the 70s then yesterday or the day before i went back and beat the 70s and now i'm in the 80s i think or something like that yeah we've all played like uh, games racing games sort of like this where it is that sort of top-down isometric view Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and those are all those are always a lot of fun and this looks like it sort of takes that and twists it up a little bit and it does look like Lonely Mountains where I'm just going to sit there and bash my head against the wall, but still love it. So there's yeah, also I'm, I'm all the way in on this, a photo mode in this video game, mm-hmm. and it is very extensive. So it, it, you can definitely get some cool shots because there's like all the camera settings that you could possibly want and like filters and stuff, too. Um, and then because I started playing that game, I was like, you know what? I need to download Dirt 3 again. And so I started playing Dirt 3 a whole bunch uh got to the x games earlier today um that game's just it's just such a good racer i it gets me very excited for dirt five i didn't enjoy dirt four as much because it was a little bit more of a serious thing and dirt three and dirt two you kind of just jump between races you don't have to worry about buying cars or anything it's just like oh this is the one that you're sponsored by and you earn more reputation for so I just had a really good time with both of those games this week. Now, is so dirt, I want to touch on that. Is Dirt Rally sort of an offshoot of, of those? Yeah, so yeah, like it's like the hard, one through harder core. And... Okay. Yeah, because yeah, so I, I think... Dirt Rally is going to be more difficult. Yeah, I've heard Dirt Rally referred to as the Dark Souls of racers. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I was wondering if that like the same is true for just the mainline Dirt games. The dark oh, yeah. soul of racers. Imagine somebody saying that to you, man. You know the first thing I'd say to them? Nah, I'm good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like somebody walks yeah. up to you and is like, yo, bro, I know this game. It's the dark souls of racing games. The first words out of my mouth would be, nah, I'm cool. See you, yeah. bro. I'm yeah. not sure if it's still on Game Pass, but Dirt Rally is on Game Pass if anyone wants to give it a try. I haven't yet. Or it was on Game Pass. That's Codemasters, right? Making the yeah. Wait, correct. you guys say Dark Souls... Wait, so like, what? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen dirt or dirt being played. What's so special about this? Uh, from what it's I understand, off road racing, mostly. yeah. And then from what dirt I understand rally about is, dirt rally is if you mess up, then you just you have just, to restart. Like you, ha- you have to have like perfect runs every time. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's more. Yeah. Okay. I get it. So it's more difficult to drive, and you got to be more precise and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. All right. That's all I got on the racing front. You guys also played a game called Lava recently. Hot lava. How did that go? Hot lava. Hot lava. It was hot. It was fun. It was hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, shout out to eight players. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, this is a silly little game. You know what I mean? It, this isn't something that's going to blow your socks off. Um but it is a fun little romp if you're just looking, you know, for something to do for a few hours. If if you're sitting there saying, I've had enough Fall Guys or Warzone, you know, I just want to kick back and try something new and where where I'm not going to be going up against sweaty, you know, try hard kids. Um, 
this is a fun this is a fun little game basically the premise is you're a small being i don't even know if you're I, I guess kid. you're a toy you're a kid uh, okay a, a kid yeah it's just like your imagination that's why you look different so like the kids imagine him being yeah but everything around you is big yeah like so so like you're yeah you're a kid but you're still like a miniature you know toy sized kid um and you go into these levels like there's a hub world each hub world has you know six seven levels maybe um and when you go into the the world the the levels in the hub world like that you go through like everything is in school everything's like around school so there's like gymnasium there's playground and and when you go into these levels everything on the floor turns into lava and you have to sort of navigate your way across and that's the premise um and it's it's really fun and it's fun to sort of do this with your friends and try to see who can get the best time um go from point a to point b but other than that i don't have a ton to say on it it is fun kevin mike anything to add um i played this way before uh we hopped on together and when i played it we only had that gym level as one of the obstacle course we could go to. So, oh, the gym, it was a school pretty much. But we didn't really, I don't think we had a hub world back when I got it. It was interesting seeing, like, a lot more levels now. And, like, the controls still felt the same. I think the, they added the power-ups, which was something new. Like, the was a double jump. We didn't have that before. It was only, like, a single jump we, we had. But everything played the same. And I... I don't remember if anything else changed. I don't think they added anything new to it besides the levels and the arrows. But I, I like this game a lot. When I played it back, when I got it, it was really fun playing with one of my friends. Uh, I think it also felt a bit difficult too back then because I think we had to like land on precise spots, spots in the on the in the level. So I think it was a bit harder there, but. Most of it was the same. Like a lot of the, they, they reuse a lot of the levels again, which makes sense. And it's fun. I like it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I mean, this was a fun time. This is a fun game with up to eight friends. It's essentially the floor is lava. That's all it is. You just run around with your friends, try to get to the end of the zone, and it's a blast, right? You're laughing, you're jumping around, you're banging into each other. You're trying cool and new difficult routes. I think this is a really cool game, and I'm happy we found it. That was just like some weird game that was recommended to me on my Steam's game list, and I was like, well, why not? And bang, we clicked on it, and we tried it, and it was a blast. Yeah, and it's uh, like, yeah, Mike brings it up different routes. Like when you when you are going through these levels, like there is no – like they give you a checkpoint. You hit a checkpoint, there is another one in front of you, but there might be three or four ways to go. Um, so it is an interesting, well-designed, uh, handful of levels and, um, the, like Kevin said, the power-ups, like one girl has a double jump and one guy has like a, he can like slide jump and gain momentum and, um, nice. Yeah. So I think it's and it performs really well. Uh, that's another thing I wanted to bring up is like on PC, it was smooth as butter, um, con- consistent, you know, 120 frames or whatever you're going for. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a good one, and and I would recommend trying it if you have a friends and you're trying to just sort of take an off night and and play something silly and fun. 
Yeah, for sure. If you're looking for that party game with your friends for just a dumb night, an hour to three hours, this is the answer for sure. This was a good game. All right. Speaking of party games, you guys also played a little bit of Humans Fall Flat, and I heard it was a hilariously fun time. That game <laughs> is so dumb and so fun. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just dumb fun. That's so... That game is great. That's a good mm. game. I'd, I haven't laughed that hard in quite some time um trying to just get to the end of those levels so like i i don't even know if i've ever played anything my alexa's talking to me i don't know if i've ever played anything uh this physics based like like a lot of people are like oh it's gang beast with puzzles like i don't even gang beast is is physics based but like this is like a whole new level you know what i mean uh if you it's it's so hard to like explain but like you can run around and grab things and like try to move them around and it's so hard to just sort of finagle your guy in there the the exact right way without falling down or dropping like this hook or trying to like hook onto like light poles where you can swing off of them and, and stuff like that it's 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 hilarious and what's hilarious about it is people sort of betraying each other to in order to be the first you know one across um it's it's just it's hilarious and it visually it's hilarious and i think that's where a lot of the charm comes from is sort of seeing your guys fall down and hanging on to your friends for dear life and begging for them to pull you up while they just try to like back up off the ledge and uh it's it's a really really fun time any other thoughts or just a real fun I mean, time i, I don't know yeah i think it's just a fun time right like i think it's one of those where it's like I'll play that for a night. I don't know if I'll go back to it ever again, but it is simple. It's fun. Be great with the family. Be great with the couch full of friends for sure. It's a fun one night run through. I don't know if I'd ever go back to it again, but it was a good time. I laughed at it the whole time. Yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> laughter. A lot of laughter. Now to pivot to a much, much different game. Uh, Washburn and I have been playing a little bit of Hades. I think Kevin has yet to start it, and Mike has not tried it yet. Correct, Mike? No, I I yeah, played it last night. It last night. Oh, you yeah. played it last night. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what is everyone's impressions of Hades so far? Game's hot. Red hot. Game's yeah. hot. Red, red red hot. Red hot. This game Hotter is super. Than hell. This game is super dope. This game looks cool. It plays cool, and it is cool. Play mm -hmm. straight up. It's a game of the year contender. Uh, no no doubt about that in my mind uh this will be talked about possibly at the game awards um could be even nominated for game of the year it's um it's perfect like this like this game is is it play, it's so much fun to play if you liked dead cells you're gonna love this and what i love about this is it's a roguelite roguelike whatever whatever you want to call it um but it's one with the story so after e after each run, like you're going and you're talking to the character that might have killed you or you go and you kill this boss, you might see her hanging out in the hub before you go on your next run. You go up to her and talk to her and, and you're learning more about the character and there's actual voice dialogue and the voice acting's incredible. The soundtrack is just, you know, A plus um, visually, audibly, it just it shines you know on in all facets and it, it's it's just a 
a banger, an absolute banger of a game. Uh, I think, okay, so I've played a little bit of it. I I haven't played a game like this before, so I guess it's just my first time, so I'm still getting used Ooh. to it a little bit. Yeah, what and, are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm not sure if I like this style of game yet, I guess is what my thoughts are. I've probably played 45 minutes to an hour so far, I would say. But, um, I mean, it's interesting, but I also feel like I'm real terrible at it. But I just unlocked the shield, so I'm going to try and use that, see how that goes. Maybe I'll succeed a little bit easier with that one. I saw my good friend Alex Van Aken beat the game for the first time with the shield. So mm-hmm. uh, The shield's my little... favorite weapon as well. Yeah, okay. yeah shield's, shield's right now my favorite weapon. I haven't tried the bow out yet, but out of the sword and the weird trident thing, I like the shield the most. When I first unlocked the spear, I thought, oh, this is going to be the one. Because, like, the way that the spear works is you can throw it and recall it, sort of like, you know, the Leviathan axe. Um, but, the, yeah, the shield is sort of like the, you can go for these, like, dash and bash builds where you're you're dashing around and, and your dash might deflect projectiles. And then you get, like, your dash attack leveled up with a boon. Uh, which are like power ups from specific, you know, Greek mythology characters, and so like you might have um, Aphrodite come come and give you like a, a dash that deflects something, and then Zeus comes in and is like, yeah. So now your dash is deflecting, but when you dash attack as well, it's gonna like chain lightning to everywhere around you. So like you can really dive in and and specify your builds in, in very you know interesting ways. Um, and each each weapon is like that. So like each weapon's gonna have different abilities and ways that you could build around that with the with the power ups that you're picking up along the way. So uh it's it's cool that there's so many different play styles. I think there's six different weapons. Um, but one I, I'm just running the shield. Like there there's a shield, yeah. a spear, there's the fisticuffs, which are pretty cool. Um, that's probably my second favorite weapon, just like armor brass knuckles essentially you 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 run around with um but yeah the shield's gonna be my favorite for sure nice yeah i'll have to get back to everyone on how i feel after another hour or two of playing it probably but yeah i'll probably get into it at some point like you do so like you're leveling up throughout the run and then you die and you start over that's what these games are right but you there are certain things that you're taking with you Across oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've started to upgrade some of those. Right. So, like, if you get the keys, you're going to be able to unlock new weapons and new abilities at your mirror. If you get this, like, the gemstones, I think they're called like darkness. Uh, you can spend those and and get new abilities. If you get these, like, um, other sorts of gemstones, I guess you you can give them to like a builder who will like put healing fountains out in the world for you. So, oh, nice. So, so you are like doing things that are that are helping you um over the course of the game as well and and before you know it you're gonna be running through that first zone with like zero issues yep exactly yeah thankfully i had jumped into this kind of a situation before with dead cells and Mm -hmm. a couple other games and i had learned my lesson of being punished like this you know and what i'm really excited is is i know i'm not good at these games i just cleared the first zone with ease like washburn said i've killed the first boss three times now and gone past her so like i'm getting more confident i'm getting better 
but Flirtful brought up one where it's called like God mode or something where mm -hmm. it's a little more ease of access and accessibility for people who really aren't into these games or have any sort of issues. They can kind of it boosts your damage reduction. So you take less damage, right? Washburn. Yeah. And so, so like, you're hopefully going to stay alive longer than you normally mm -hmm. would every single time you die. Right. And it's that you can turn that mode on if you just want to see through to the end. And what's so cool about that is it just like the story in this game is good. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, there's going to be people who are like, Oh, I'm interested in this character now. And, there's like a like after each run, you're finding out more and more about Zagreus, which is, you know, the character that you're playing as and and sort of the the family, you know, in the house of Hades and um, the relationships between all these sort of deities and where they come from and their background and and stuff like that. And you can go in between each run and talk to these characters and learn more about them. You get like a codex. Every time you talk to a character, it unlocks a little bit more information about them in the codex. So if you are the type of person who just wants to like go in and see this through and see the story through, yeah, you can flip on that god mode. It it starts you out with a 20, I think 20% damage reduction, and then each time you die, it boosts it up even more. So like um it, it's gonna make it easier for you over time if you are really struggling with the game, which is it's really cool. It's a cool thing for them to include that and uh understand like, hey, there might be some people that don't want to get punished but do want to see this this story that we've put in here because the story is really good nice yeah i agree with that and it's what a cool world right i mean mm -hmm. it's beautiful it's awesome it's dangerous and yeah like man i keep circling back like washburn said right you start off and like i was running through my first couple runs with like 15 to 7 health just dying right and then out of nowhere you just get stronger and stronger every time and you feel more confident to the point where like now I see these first guys and I'm like, oh, here it comes, dude. And mm -hmm. I just run them over immediately. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's one of the best things I've played this year. If not, maybe the best thing I've played this year. And it's a must buy. Like yeah, that's, it, that's where I'm, that's where I'm at on it. Yeah, nice. Definitely one of the top games I've played. I agree with that. Now for our next topic. Glad to have the man, the myth, the legend. The three-time announcer of Grand Pugar's <laughs> Fall Mania talked to us about the Fall Guys mid-season update and what he thinks of it. Oh my gosh, is that what we're talking about? Heck yeah, yeah Maddox Jr. Oh wow, talk about a breath of fresh air. Talk about right time, perfect moment to save Fall Guys for me. And I'm sure, you know, just breathe more fresh air into it, right? For me, it saved For it sure. because we had been playing it eight hours a day, five hours a day, nonstop, right? And we hit this point where it was like, hey, we need some new new maps. We need some new modes. We need something new. And I don't know what, I didn't even know they were going to do this, but they came in and they saved the day with new variations of all the same maps that we already know and love. Nothing new, but different variations on those maps. And they are awesome. They're challenging. They're fun. And in my words, they ha those saved Fall Guys here while we patiently await season two in October. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you on the front that it's just needed. You know what I mean? Well, if you if you go back and, and listen to our conversations about Fall Guys when it first came out, we were all pretty much in agreement that for the game to stay alive and keep its legs, that it needed constant updates. 
you know what I mean? It, we it needed new levels. It needed constant updates at a pretty fast clip, um, and we didn't get those. Uh, to be honest with you, we didn't we didn't get a whole lot of new levels. We they put in Jump Showdown um, about a quarter away through the season, and it, it was going to get stale if they didn't put this sort of mid season refresh in there and and change up these levels a little bit. And so, uh, yeah, good on them for sort of uh being able to sort of breathe some new life into it and, and keep it hype going because it's still one of the most popular games out right now and uh we've played it probably more than anything other than warzone this year i, I would say so probably yeah uh, um it's it's uh it's good for them to go in and, and sort of touch up these levels and not not change the game uh completely but change it just enough to keep you on your toes for sure. I would say it's a lot more chaotic than it used to be, and there's a lot more things that will mess you up than before. I feel like past a certain amount of hours, we kind of had, because we had played in the beta, like I had played like 8 or 10 hours of the beta, and then played probably like 10 or 15 hours overall, I guess, or something like that. We like knew how to get all the shortcuts and like get through all the the obstacles in the easiest quickest possible ways and now it's just like so much more chaos i kind of love it mm -hmm. kevin any feelings on this fine i like the new variations i like seeing something new all the time pretty much at every level we go into it wasn't like before where it's like oh no it's a whirly gig whoa you know i, I know how to do this like with my eyes closed by now but now you have to like make sure like you got to check the overview of the map when they they show you the the map and make sure they you know what's coming up and what's up ahead and stuff like that make sure you know what to do that way you don't get lost and get left behind and you won't get eliminated so i like all that makes it spice things up a bit you know i mean before the new season comes out which i can't wait for the new season and have new maps down there too so it's really cool yeah. I, i'm liking it a lot yeah, I agree yeah, with Kevin was... where like the the variance is is cool. You yeah. know what I mean? They like they didn't just change it's not the even the same every time. Right. That, exactly. So like they didn't just change the map. They didn't just say like, oh, this is the new Whirly Gig. They said this here's a variant of Whirly Gig that you might see from time to time. Here's two or three different kinds of fall ball that that could pop up in any match. You know, so yeah, it's really cool that like each thing got some different variants and you're not just going to get the same variant every time yeah it's uh yeah i i'm actually i was actually very surprised that they added this in um usually i i like to give games a little bit leeway especially during first seasons of like ongoing games such as warzone apex uh spell break because it's hard to like have everything set up and running well and all the bugs ironed out and They've managed to insert some mid-season content into the first season, and I don't think very many games do that, to be quite honest, because mm -hmm. it's it's a difficult task to get everything lined up for just the second season, let alone like a refresh in the middle of a first season. Yeah, but it's awesome that they added that in for sure. Yeah, with how big this game is, they had to. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. with something this big and this popular, that's sort of taking the world by storm. Like you have to keep that going and. Uh, they, I think they know, and Devolver Digital knows as, as well as Mediatonic, is that like, especially in the fall, our patience is 
worth a whole lot and our, our gamers time is worth a whole lot because there are so many releases right now and if you don't keep that attention um people are just going to move on for sure now to round out our conversations for the week we have few call of duty topics to go over um one is the call of duty black ops cold war alpha that i believe all three of you may have played mm-hmm. over on playstation they kind of like they're like oh there's a beta in the middle of october and then they were like oh also there's an alpha this weekend at the uh, playstation event what did you guys think of the alpha i'm gonna say right now everyone keeps saying it feels like call of duty it doesn't really feel like the old Call of Duty, like the last one. Or like which is It doesn't feel there. like modern. And it, okay. it feels, something about it, I always see this every time I play the Treyarch and uh, Infinite War games. There's something like weird to it. Like the movement is weird. It doesn't, it like for the Black Ops of Cold War Alpha we played, I felt a bit bulkier. Like I couldn't move as much. And I don't know if it's because of that... Uh, uh, what's that called? That the sprint you do at the beginning of every sprint. Uh, you do. Tactical, tactical sprint. sprint. Yeah, I don't know if it's because of that or something like that, but it it, it felt different, and which is which I'm worried about on how they're gonna do Warzone in. Like, are they gonna keep the old mechanic from Modern Warfare for Warzone, or are they gonna put in this new gameplay mechanic for Warzone? So it's interesting. Yeah, but it, yeah, it feels off. And then the time to kill for this game too takes a bit longer than. Modern Warfare. Interesting. Yeah. I agree with everything Kevin said. Um, and I think coming out of it, that was all of our uh, biggest thoughts or how is this going to affect Warzone? Because if this is the gameplay style that is going to be brought over, they're going to have to... Verdansk is gone. Like the, yeah. there, There's no way that this gameplay style will work on Verdansk because Verdansk is built around the gameplay of Modern Warfare. Around the mounting and around the tactical sprint, and those two mechanics. Oh, there's don't no even... mounting, right? In the no, alpha. no, there's no mounting. No mounting. There's no mm-hmm. tactical sprint, and like, is without... there any doors? I heard someone say that there wasn't like any of the door. No action doors. No, no, no doors. No there's doors. Doors or anything. So there's there's a door here and there, but you can't like slam it open. It's just like right. an obstacle you have to go around. Like mm-hmm. half the door is open, and the gotcha. other side of the door is like oh, too much. Yeah. So, so there, Verdance is gone. Like if if we were bringing the Cold War gameplay into Warzone, and it's not just going to stay the Modern Warfare gameplay that it is right now, it's going to have to be a totally new map. It has to. I I just don't see how they could keep Verdansk with this gameplay. Um, and and they've said, you know, we all know, like whatever Call of Duty is going forward is going to be integrated into Warzone. Um, so it's going to have to totally change the battle royale itself do you um, really think so it'll be very interesting to see because like who's building out warzone then is it just going to stick with raven right like mm-hmm. it's not like they bring on this other team to start working on warzone right i mean well who's partially working on black ops cold war as well so as well mm-hmm. i i think the warzone got, people with call of duty right now you've got infinity ward and treyarch as as the two sort of big developers and then there's sledgehammer which and I believe Sledgehammer wrote this wrote, wrote the campaign for for this one. And correct me if I'm mistaken. Um, and then I don't know. On, and then, I thought yeah, Raven so might have. What it was campaign. was it Raven or Sledgehammer that came that went to Treyarch and was like, "Yo, we've got a really dope idea for 
a campaign. A Cold War campaign. Yeah. I think it was Raven. Um, one of those two, but like the point is you've got your two big studios and then you have like Raven and Sledgehammer that are doing a lot of B Knox is one of those studios as well that, that are doing a lot they of do like PC su- port. Su- yeah, supporting work behind the scenes, making sure um, the battle royale is good, making sure the online stuff is good um, where, and, and it's, it's hard to explain because there are so many studios that work on call of duty. You know what I mean? When you, when you start up modern warfare now, yeah, you get the big infinity ward splash. And then you get a splash of like six other studios. Yeah. They're like, oh, we we did this too. And it's just like, well, who made what? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Um, so we'll see what happens, man. But yeah, like if if they're gonna go with this style of gameplay with the health bars that are there now, um, with the time to kill, with the no mounting, with the no tactical sprint, no doors, and strip all that away then Verdansk has to go because Verdansk is built around busting through doors, breaking glass, tactical sprinting from point A to point B because that those distances are so specific and mounting on top of a wall because wall heights are so specific. So yeah. so it's going to have to change. Verdansk is going to have to be gone if this gameplay comes over or they're just going to keep the Modern Warfare gameplay in Warzone and leave the Cold War gameplay in the multiplayer for like CDL and people who want to play that mode. Yeah, I feel like there might be three options here. And one is they add the the guns from Call of Duty Cold War into the Modern Warfare game and it still plays the exact same and they even stay in Verdansk. The other option is they change all of the gameplay, move it to a different map, or they just have another map but it's still the modern warfare gameplay and the cold war guns are still there. So I don't, I don't know which one they're going to choose. I don't know what our preferences would be. I kind of feel like keeping the Warzone gameplay the same would be most of our preferences. I wouldn't mind a refresh. Mm. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, man, do you, it's, do you really tinker with the formula, bro? Like that's the question now. It's like, are you really going to mess with the formula? Isn't this what we wanted here? Like, this seems like such a weird idea that they just want to change it up all the time with the new game. That's weird. When I saw it as, I thought they were going to change like the theme of it and keep the gameplay the same because I don't think they'll bring back the old gameplay from like Black Ops into this uh, war zone because then it, at that point it's going to feel like a blackout. Yeah, so it's going to be much That's pretty much true. be blackout if, if they do that and change the gameplay and mechanics, which I hope they don't. So and I and, it, and from the alpha. It felt like we booted up another game when we clicked on one of them. But then again, mm-hmm. that's just an alpha. So we don't know. That's like officially the thing that's going to happen. We'll boot up another yeah. game for that. Like, I guess the interesting thing for me is what Kevin mentions, like mechanics. And that's such like you can boil that down in so many different ways. But what makes Warzone Warzone is the contracts, the buy stations, the way that armor works the way that you're never in a menu fucking around with attachments or doing anything like that with your gun and the the way that the game keep yeah the way that the game keeps you moving that's what makes warzone if they want to tinker with doors and mounting and tactical sprint i'm all for that but don't take away the other Those things other that, things yeah the other things that make warzone great which is the armor which is the the momentum of looting and and not being in a menu like you are in Apex or you were in Blackout or PUBG, um, 
So I, I think if they don't tinker with those core mechanics of the movement and the momentum and the way that Warzone keeps you going from point A to point B, no matter what, then sure, you can take around with doors and mounting and sprint. I don't care. I could see that. Yeah, I, th- I think it would still be a good... I don't know. if We'll see if we like it as much if they do that, but it's definitely going to be um, a change. And I do think at some point they're going to need to add a new map and mm-hmm. this would be the optimal time to do it probably, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. My thoughts is you would, you keep everything the same. You, we just create you a map that is themed around your video game. So that's cold war. Mm-hmm. We'll make it just look kind of like that era, but we still keep everything. That's my dream here because when I start to really unravel, like, Hey, is this the right move to start tinkering and changing the whole formula of Warzone, which is like, one of the best games that we've ever played in the battle royale space. Uh, I'm not too pleased with the idea, you know, for sure. I get worried about that. Yeah. The only time I think they'll change the mechanics and gameplay will be the next modern warfare and whatever they add to that. Oh, sure. Cause that's yeah, that makes same, sense. That's, yeah. That'll be the same feel as Warzone right now. So I don't think they want to change it from the different game that another studio is working on, even though Raven's working on their multiplayer, it, they're using a different, like, there isn't a different engine because uh, Treyarch uses their own Treyarch engine, and then Infinity War uses their uh, whatever Infinity War 8.0 engine. And then it's different. And they have a different feel. They do feel different, and like really, when you boil it down to the alpha that we played, it's just like, oh, this 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 doesn't feel like Warzone. This doesn't feel like Modern Warfare. There's health bars. The time to kill is mm-hmm. different. Throwing grenades feels way off. Um, so I, I think that, you know, maybe they get out in front of it and they say, like, look, these are two different modes. Warzone's going to play like Warzone. Multiplayer is going to play like Cold War multiplayer. And that's that's what it's going to be. Um, but what's interesting to me is then they have a nightmare of a balancing act on their hands when they do want to bring these these Cold War guns over to Warzone. How's that going to work when in one mode? you can mount and in the other mode you can't in one mode oh, that's can, a good question like in, in one mode you can close distances with tactical sprint and in the other mode you can't in one mode you have to make an animation for busting through a door with this weapon when in the other mode that doesn't exist so i i don't know how they're gonna do it man it, it's gonna be really really interesting to see um and i like i mean honestly all we can do is sit here and speculate because nobody knows yeah, it's definitely going to be very interesting. And I'm very excited to see what happens. And according to one of the developers of Black Ops Cold War, they have put in a lot of different changes for the beta that's going to be in a couple of weeks. So we will see how it feels then. Get back to you on that. But also on Tuesday, we're heading into season six of Warzone where they're adding a subway system and two new guns and at this point i think that's about all we know and then we'll that could be the last modern warfare season it's a very Mm -hmm. good question but how did we feel about season five as a whole do we think we're going to play as much season six i mean we didn't play a whole lot of season five i agree with you um we sort of fell off about I would say a third of the way through the season. Uh, and yeah, we played last night. We've played a couple nights here and there, but we are not grinding it out like we once were. 
Um, I, it depends on how big of a refresh season six is. I don't. That's where I stand. I don't what you what you want to do going forward, Kevin? Thoughts? Um, how much have we played? Yeah, how much have we played of season five? I think. I mean, after I, we got that one hundredth win, I think we kind of like cut it off because it was like a horrible drag winning games at that point, and we were getting throttled drag. constantly. Throttled. Yeah. Cheaters galore, cheaters everywhere. Mm-hmm. And everywhere. <laughs> last night it felt good, and we were succeeding to a certain degree more than we we weren't getting throttled like we were. We'd get like to the mid game, we'd get our loadouts like that was unheard of. Like <laughs> when we were trying to go for that one hundredth win. Yeah, I felt coming into this season, I wasn't too excited either way. Like, what did they add to this season? Was this the train one? Stadium train, and the train, stadium. and that's kind of it. I guess it was, yeah, at first it was exciting, but after that, I think the season pass, like what, what I got from the season pass, made me think, man, I don't like this season pass, so <laughs> this season felt all right, but like having the stadium open up and the train being there too kind of like made it so. Lost like, its, its luster. Well, it made it like, it made it like a so-so uh, season instead of being a bad season, but since next, this next season we'll add subways. Uh, I wonder how that's going to change up the gameplay. They're adding a lot of transportation type ways to get around the map now. This is interesting. Yeah. And they just and you might have to use the trains and subways because they kind of nerfed the cars. So mm-hmm. like it's kind of it 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 feels a lot like what did I call it earlier? It felt more. Damn, what was that word in this? Floaty. Floaty. There we go. Yeah, it felt a lot of floaty. Yeah. It didn't feel right. Like I was like. Yeah, it was hard to turn and stuff like that. Yeah. So people might be using those transportation methods a lot more than... I think with Season 5, it's like, oh, the stadium's open, and that's super cool. And that was, like, the hottest place to land for two weeks. But if you go land at Stadium right now, it probably is going to be empty. There's not much reason to, like, want to land there at this moment in time, I think. So, um, like, uh, everyone's done the the uh, secret rooms and all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't seem like that much of a hot spot as I thought it would be. Um, maybe there's just not enough loot or not. The loot's too spread out. Um, I think we might have had like one or two games and in that area. So that kind of like mixed it up a little bit, but overall I would say like it just didn't, it didn't change it as much as we had hoped, I guess. And we might yeah. need some bigger changes or a new map at some point to like really mix this thing up. And I was a little, little disappointed there, Maddock, when I really look back on it. How many end, how many final circle stadium fights did I really get? I got zero. I might have gotten like one outside in the front, but like I never felt like the circle ever like pushed me towards that at the end where I was like, I could have a really memorable moment in the stadium. All my moments in the stadium were never that memorable. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of it. The that. only memorable one we have is like figuring out the code to get in the room. Yeah, we got, <laughs> got a juggernaut. And we got a juggernaut. Which was and, dope, and we won yeah. the game, you know? But like, yeah. the issue is like, I, when you put in something new, like, or if like you have a prison that you want to show off, like, just push the final circle over there a couple of times or just increase sure. that. Like, let's go over there and have some fun. I'm a little disappointed. I never really got to fight it out at stadium at the end. Yeah, I guess we're forgetting a lot of our uh, Juggernaut games and stuff like that, but I guess those weren't, 
like those were fine for like one weekend's worth of entertainment and i guess overall the season was kind of just here or there i think a lot of it has to do in uh, with fall guys coming out honestly uh, you know what i mean like it's it is fall you know there's a lot of games Whoa, coming out and a lot that. of games that are you know vying for our attention and um getting sweaty in Warzone is is a lot harder now when you have this other option over on Steam called Fall Guys and you can just go sort of kick back and play this casual game that does have a competitive element to it and get crowns uh without trying to lean forward in your chair and and wear a headband. You know what I mean? Um I think that's part of it and I uh, I think part of it is like uh just some burnout maybe on our part and and we we played this game a whole lot in seasons three and four um and maybe we just want to not you know bring that level of intensity every night that warzone really does require so uh yeah i'm hoping in season six we see some bigger changes than though they've added another train to the map or this or that and and what what comes to my mind is like what's gonna be that one item in the store or like that one skin on the battle pass that really makes me want to grind that because so far call of duty has had none of that like 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 everything on the battle pass is is like i can take it or leave it i really don't care you know they're like right now if you look at Fortnite, there's like iron man over there on the battle pass it's like oh i want that you know what i mean that's like what's every call... once in a while you get that though for Fortnite. yeah yeah but like what's call yeah. of duty gonna do that makes me get that makes me say oh i want that so i want to grind this battle pass put, put punisher on there I mean, the reason like they're not getting these deals is because it is an m-rated game and maybe these these other big companies are sort of hesitant to do crossovers on the call of duty side um yeah, but, yeah i'm sure that's the case yeah uh, but I, I don't know, man. It's we're I, I'm gonna have to see a little bit more out of Warzone, especially in season six, as we wind down the sort of modern warfare era of it. If I if if I want to put a whole lot of hours into it, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, we'll see. I feel like maybe I'll just play more just in case, unless we get more information about like what's happening with the transition. I might play more just to like get that one last modern warfare season out of it mm-hmm. and i guess we'll see uh anyone else have any thoughts on call of duty or anything like that the game sucks dude i'm just yeah. <laughs> excited the to game, see where it goes the game yeah exactly washburn that the, this is one of the best battle royales on the market and this is going to be a very interesting moment for it because we've never seen a battle royale like this have an opportunity where it's like, yo, we have another game making, we have another team making a different kind of Call of Duty game, and we're going to somehow incorporate that into this perfect Battle Royale. Normally, we just see a new map, and everybody would continue on their way, right? But they might just do something totally different, which is the most exciting piece of news for Call of Duty right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's All right. Mm-hmm. So next week, we are going to talk about two things mainly. Season six of Call of Duty, obviously. And we're going to the Star Wars Squad Padrons. Oh, boy. Quadrons. Oh, that's the name of the game. (laughs) About to be the best pilot out in the galaxy. Y'all have never seen anything like it. You know what I mean? Yep. We're We're all getting VR headsets to play it. 
Or what's up with that? Oh, no doubt, no doubt. We're hitting up that EA Play, EA Access thing, and we're playing our, our 10, 10 hours of free hours trial. Yeah, 100% getting my 10 free hours of this before I never play it again. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how that plays. But until next time, Kevin. What? Oh, we're wrapping up? Uh, oh, <laughs> Yeah, so we're wrapping up, Kevin. Uh, what was it? Do it again, do it again, do it all over again. <laughs> but Rewinding. until next time, Kevin. Squad out. What, what was it again? Calms, <laughs> Calms out. Calms out. That's what it was. I forgot. Uh.